welcome to another bonus episode of Treat Your Shelf. I'm Hannah. I'm Christina. And I'm Emma. <laughs> Returning yet again. <laughs> and today we are continuing our journey through every volume of One Piece. Emma, what chapters are we focusing on today? Well, we read chapters 155 through 217. So that is the Alabasta arc. Yes. Beginning to end. What an arc. (laughs) (laughs) So many moving pieces. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. I have to say, like, this section took me a little bit longer to get into. Interesting. But I also was sick and, like, I was the kind of sick where my eyes hurt, so I didn't want to read. (laughs) Yeah. So, but anyways, so it took me a little bit longer to get into it. But, yeah, so many moving pieces, so many characters, so many fights. Yes. Yes. And a, a war. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I guess just as a reminder for our listeners, we will be spoiling things through chapter 217, but we won't be spoiling anything beyond that. Again, Emma knows everything. I know a little bit. Christina is discovering all of this for the very first time. So I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on Alabasta. <laughs> <laughs> But Hannah, do you want to start? Because we meet Ace. I know, which Christina, how dare you be like, it took me time getting into it. And then I'm like, but we meet Ace, like almost right away. And he's my favorite. (laughs) So yeah, this is what happened. Like right after we finished recording our last episode, I read like the Ace volume. And then, you know, then I got sick. I didn't Mm. read for over a week. And I kind of totally forgot about him. (laughs) By the time I got back into it. <laughs> but oh I was gosh. I was very shocked that Luffy has a brother. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. I know Hannah Hannah loves Ace. Hannah loves the two characters who show up the least. Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. I just I don't know. I I love family and I just love how Luffy has this father figure out there in Shanks and then he has his older brother Ace and it's just mm-hmm. I just love the dynamics so much and I just think it's so cute and <laughs> it just makes me happy. <laughs> it is very cute. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, what to say about Ace? I just think he's cool. I I think it's fun that, you know, clearly has some similarities to Luffy in, you know, his eating habits. And his, <laughs> I don't know if he's like as clueless about things as Luffy, but I mean, you know, falling asleep in his food and having that be our like real introduction to him as opposed to like the shadowy figure from <laughs> who was passing on the oh, message. Yeah. You can just see, I don't know. I just think that's fun. But yeah, I don't know. I just really, really like him. And then I don't know. He's also super powerful, which is cool. I mean, like, Mihawk levels, like, he took down so many Navy ships. All by himself. All by himself. Has he had the devil fruit or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. What kind of devil fruit did he have? The flame fruit. The flame, flame fruit. Oh, okay. Remember Mm -hmm. when he told Smoker, you're smoke, but I'm fire. Yes, he faces (laughs) off against Smoker. Yes. Okay. Christina, did you even read this? She said she read it forever I did, ago. but it was like before all my fever brain from the past <laughs> week. So all I wrote was everyone is in love with Ace. Yes. <laughs> I sent Hannah the picture of that panel she before she read it because I was like, look at Zoro. He is in love with Ace. <laughs> yes. Even he's impressed by Ace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think it's so interesting. I mean, because he's going up against Smoker, he's going up against the Navy, and he's also on this mission, because we find out that he's one of Whitebeard's, like, his second division commander. Mm-hmm. And we knew from, like, the previous bit that he was searching for Blackbeard, but we learned a little bit more about how Blackbeard used to be one of his men, and mm-hmm. ended up killing a shipmate and jumping ship. And so Ace is on the hunt trying to get him back or get him. I don't know if back. Just get him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But something that we didn't really get a chance to talk on last episode, but I think is interesting is Smoker says Ace's full name of Portgas D. Ace 
And in the previous episode, we forgot to mention that we find out that Gold Roger is Gold D. Roger. And now we also have Monkey D. Luffy. And so we just have all these characters who have D names, but we don't know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Someone did say at one point they were like, he's got the D in his name or something. That means he's special or something along those lines. (laughs) I mean, jumping ahead in this... Robin also is talking to Luffy at one point and is like, says a comment of you as somebody with a D name, what makes you fight? Or what is your reason for fighting? And I'm just like, does does Robin know what the D name like stands for? What what does this mean? Emma knows. I can tell by her face. <laughs> or do I? The D stands for don't hold your breath because you're not going to find out what it stands for. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, it was Dr. Kureha who, who said, yeah, his name is Gold D Roger, not Gold Roger. The will of D lives on. And it's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What do you know? She is 140 years old, so she probably knows it all. But yeah. anyway, we wow. completely forgot to talk about that last time. And here we have Ace show up. Yes. Yeah, so just more people with this D name and just no understanding of what it means. But people mm-hmm. seeming to think it means something, like Robin <laughs> does. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yes. But no, you know what really was my favorite part, though? What was your favorite hmm. part, Hannah? The cover stories with Django and Full Body. <laughs> Remember when you said Full Body wasn't important? And now he's my favorite character. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love him so much. Okay, I just... This this arc specifically solidified how important the cover stories are as well. Mm-hmm. Because without focusing on the cover stories, you wouldn't understand how Django and Full Body come to be together and both be with the Navy and yes. and then end up in Alabasta and and at the blockade and, and trying to stop the pirate ships and everything. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's so cool. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and, and then there's the teeny tiny, um, we get to see Helmeppo and Kobe in one of them too, just like in the background. They're just like walking along, looking so cool because they're <laughs> nice. training hard now. And I just, I think it's really interesting that we're following the Straw Hats and we're seeing them get more and more powerful and stronger and stronger. But also these side characters are getting stronger and stronger because Full Body and Django have definitely gotten better and stronger. Mm-hmm. And we're, we've been seeing the training. Emma, don't laugh. I feel like they have. Well, because um, Full Body got demoted in the cover stories. Okay, so. he got demoted, but he found the love of his life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or should I say loves of his life? Because I think it could be a thruple. Oh my god, Hannah, you want everything (laughs) to be a thruple. Look, all of my favorite stories include thruples, okay? Well, you're reading the wrong story, (laughs) though. Or the possibility of thruples. Hey, you liked Babel 17, isn't that the... No, I did not like Babel 17. Dang. I thought you did. I read it, (laughs) but I didn't like it. Dang. Misremembered that. Anyway, it's something I enjoy. <laughs> okay, whatever. Alabasta. Let's, Alabasta. Let's go. Okay, the Straw Hats get to Alabasta. They meet Ace, and then they run around the desert for a long time. I was kind mm-hmm. of... I, I did have fond memories of Alabasta, but there was a point where I'm like, man, they are walking around the desert for a while. But it is important. It is character building. You're learning about the country. It's world building. It's a whole country. It's not just one port that they go to. You learn about this entire country and the yeah. government and the rebel forces and individual citizens. It was a lot of story to fit into such a tiny space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because a lot of the things that we've, we, you know, started off at just a port and then a restaurant and then, you know, Drum Island, sure, we have like an entire island and an entire country there, but they're small in comparison to Alabaster. At least that's the way it seems. Mm-hmm. And and especially like the people who are involved in it, because like in Drum Island, it was mainly just Dalton who was... <laughs> you know trying to keep things together (laughs) and and then here we have like you said we have the rebel faction and then we have the 
king and and the royals and all of like what they're trying to do and crocodile and what he's doing and it's just so many big entities are coming together to have this face off yeah but yes, we we didn't get a Vivi backstory before, but we well, I guess we did with, with the within Chopper's backstory. But yeah, we, oh, yeah. we get an actual Vivi backstory now about mm-hmm. when she was a little girl and she met this boy named Koza, who was the leader of this band of children, and <laughs> she saw him crying because. There was a drought or something. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you're a crybaby because you're crying about the drought. And they got in a fight. And then they fought for the leadership of his band of the Sand Sand Band. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was so impressed that he made her co-leader. Mm-hmm. Which I think is funny because at first one of my notes was, huh, I guess she hasn't learned diplomacy yet. Because in the Chopper backstory, we had seen her being very careful of her words yes. with people and, and to avoid any kind of conflict. And then here, she just goes straight into <laughs> attacking him. But also, it earned his respect. So I guess... You know, maybe it worked out. I don't yeah. think she's a lot younger here. I do think she's a lot younger here, yeah. But yeah, so, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, hasn't hasn't fully learned good diplomacy skills yet, but it worked out in her favor. Yes, and and so and the best part is that her father and Igaram keep following her around, and they're like, look, she's making friends. It's yes. the cutest thing. Oh my god. I yeah, love that, that so much. <laughs> But then, of course, it turns violent. It, this is like the least tragic backstory, so don't worry, no child dies here. But <laughs> there's these creepy kidnappers who come after Vivi. Yes. And then all these other children say, run, Vivi, we're gonna die protecting you. Yeah, oh my god. So, and then Koza gets really hurt, but he he does help protect Vivi. I think the royal army does eventually show yes, up. Yes, yes. But, so Vivi's really upset because she didn't like what Koza said about giving their lives for her, and she said, I don't want people to die for me. And Igram's kind of worried, like, oh, she's going to be too soft-hearted of a leader, but... Her father, her father thinks, oh, no, she, she's got a good heart. And that's what this country needs in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just look at what she was willing to do to try and prevent any lives from being taken. I mean, she she was young when she would have gone off and uh, infiltrated Baroque works, right? Because she's only like 16, 17 right now. She's only 16. She's only 16. <laughs> she was 14 when she left. So at 14 years old, she was like, I'm going to infiltrate this network of bounty hunters and assassins and terrible people and work my way up to protect my country. Yeah. But the backstory is related because one, Koza is the leader of the rebel forces. <laughs> Yes. And two, because of that, of Vivi not wanting people to sacrifice their lives for her, and then Luffy telling her, you need our help, and we're willing to die for you. Accept our help. You can't do this all on your own. I know. Oh my gosh. Yes. One of my favorite parts was when they all decide to wear, like, the matching armbands so that they can tell each other apart, you know, yes. from the imposter. And Vivi was just, like, so sentimental and happy to be included. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna be, like, join this crew forever. Mm. <laughs> and Karu even gets one. And then later yes. on, when Karu is tasked with, you know, reaching uh, the palace and delivering all of their intel, and then, I forget who it is, it might have been Pell or, or Chaka or just some random guard, but somebody's like, oh, Karu, you're in Injured and like goes to take a look at it and crew's like no <laughs> like doesn't let them touch the the bandage on his arm yes. <laughs> just like that's too precious that's too cute Carew. Uh, yeah was Carew wronged in this one christina no i don't think so which, which animals which animals were wronged in this one anybody you know i was thinking and i think animals had a, like a really great part to play mm. in this journey they like really helped them to get from point A to point B. And really, like, not many were harmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so no no more animals were added to my wall of the wronged for this okay. episode. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Nice. The animals had power this episode. <laughs> 
they took control of the situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we're walking around the desert for a while. And yeah. there's there's one thing I want to talk about for almost no reason. It's not important, but it is to me. Okay. <laughs> so Vivi is explaining how the rebellion kind of started when dance powder was discovered. Okay, yeah. In the kingdom, how... <laughs> shipment of dance powder was heading towards the palace and everybody was thinking oh dance powder the king's using it and that's illegal dance powder it's cloud seeding it's just cloud seeding mm-hmm. crocodile even says that it's made of silver and i'm like it's cloud seeding i read a whole book yes. about cloud seeding i oh. this is where this is where i have to give my fun fact about cloud seeding Tell us. <laughs> yes Kurt Vonnegut's brother was the scientist, one of the scientists who helped invent cloud seeding. Wow. <laughs> Which is why I read a book about it. Oh my gosh. But so Nami is the one who's explaining what dance powder is. Mm-hmm. And so then I came up with the headcanon of Nami is from the kingdom that invented dance powder. And that's why she's so good at weather. Ooh. And that's because she says how dance powder it makes clouds mature before they're supposed to, and so that makes other people mad. And she kind of, I don't know if she outright says it, but she kind of implies that the kingdom that invented it was destroyed by its neighboring kingdom because it stole all its rain. Mm. And I was like, that's where you're from. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that's a good okay. theory. I like that. I don't think it's ever going to be explored because it probably does not matter where Nami is from, but I came up with that. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. I like it. That's why I had to talk about dance powder, because cloud seeding and Nami. But also, Oda didn't need to explain dance powder. He could just been like, magic powder, you know, there are magic fruits, whatever. But he does put in the effort of taking real world things mm-hmm. and putting them into his world. And it just makes the world building so good. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So eventually they make it to the town where Sir Crocodile is, and it's like a giant casino. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's called Brain Base. And he has, Sir Crocodile has a whole evil villain layer, like yes. totally constructed, where he even has the pad where he can like pull lever and his enemy falls down the hole into the pit of crocodiles. Yes. Yep. Really appreciated the banana gators. And then the whole conversation that I think Luffy and Usopp had where they're like, <laughs> the gators growing from the banana or did the banana grow from the gators (laughs) it's just it's a giant alligator with a tiny banana on its head (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) but yeah luffy finally convinces vp just we need to go beat up crocodile let's go do it and so Mm -hmm. then they they run into his base and i think it's miss all sunday greets them at the door and says come this way and they say all right let's go and they're running down the hallway and then there's a sign that says vips this way pirates this way and they're like which way do we go (laughs) and then the floor opens up and they fall through and they're trapped and guess who's already there (laughs) smoker 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 yes I think I said this last episode, but I like Smoker. Okay. <laughs> you, you did, did not, not say that. You just said he smoked a lot. Yeah, we, we, we oh. asked specifically what you thought, and your response was he smokes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, inside what I was feeling was that I kind of like him. Okay, good. But okay. I'm, I don't know why, but this kind of solidified it for me. I mean, we'll talk about it, but I was telling Emma, like, this solidified Toshigi as somebody that I love. Yeah. Like, this whole thing. Right. I really liked her first encounter with Zoro, Mm -hmm. and I was like, ooh, this needs to be built on. And so I'm happy that she's, like, hanging in the series Mm -hmm. and, like, getting more, I don't know, building more as a character. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One little thing, we learn about the sea prism stones, and that's how they're trapped in there, or at least Luffy and Smoker are trapped in the cage because it's made of the sea prism, which like acts like the ocean and takes away their powers. But then Smoker also mentions that his baton, his yeah, oh god, it's got it's got a specific name. I apologize. It's like a very specific Japanese police baton. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it has sea prism on it, like on the tip. And I'm like, he's basically just carrying around his own kryptonite. Like, he's got that on his back Mm -hmm. at all times. That's just, I don't know, that was just really interesting to me. I mean, it makes sense that he would need that to face off against people with devil fruit powers, I guess. But 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems funny that somebody who is vulnerable to it is carrying it around. Yeah, so he's like, he's knowingly making himself a little bit weaker. That's I, that's what I was wondering. Like, it's on his weapon, and his weapon is often on his back. I'm just like, does it have any impact on him? Or does it have to be yeah. very direct? Because I don't know. I mean, Luffy did keep touching the bars, and then... <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> I'm getting weak. Wilting. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I can't, it kind of sounds like Smoker said that it was just on the tip of the... Yeah, staff. yeah. So I don't know how much there is in it. He also wears that big jacket that might shield him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? True. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. But two of our straw hats are not captured. Sanji and Chopper, which they also don't, they've never seen Sanji yet. <laughs> He's yeah, he... eluded them so mm-hmm. far. He doesn't have a poster yet. <laughs> Because we do, we did meet Mr. Two at the beginning of this. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, we forgot all about Bon Clay. I kind of felt like we just needed to talk about his whole storyline all at once. I think so, that's fair. Mm. So, so they run out of food and they need to fish for food and they have their fishing lines out. And then Mr. Two is sailing on a ship and he's like, go through those fog clouds. And then he ends up on their fishing line. Yes. Their fishing line that was using Karoo as bait. Yes, Karoo was yes. also using his bait. Because Usopp and Luffy had eaten the bait. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Straw Hats are constantly out of food, which is kind of stressful, but... Yeah, well, it's their own fault. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, Mr. Two is on their ship, and he's like, Hey, who are you guys? Let's... To talk. I can show you my power. Look, I can turn into anybody. If I, I, I have to touch their face and then I can turn into them and perfectly mimic them. And then his ship comes and he's like, goodbye, my dear friends that I just made. Yes. Oh, he was so, they were all so happy uh, dancing with Chopper and Luffy. Yeah. And, like they just had such a good time. <laughs> but then once Mr. Two leaves, Vivi realizes, oh, that was Mr. Two. <laughs> I've never met him before, but I had a complete description of him. Yeah, oh I just realized it's him. Yes. Ugh. But apparently Sanji was just like in the kitchen during that whole encounter yeah. and did not come out during the <laughs> ruckus. Yeah. yeah. So that's how Mr. Two, then when he was meeting with all of Baroque works, he showed them, hey, yeah, I have all their faces memorized. I can show you who mm-hmm. they are. But not Sanji. He's still out there somewhere. I know. Once again, they don't have the full cast of people that are against them. Like, Baroque Works is never working with full knowledge of how many people, especially because the Straw Hats just continually find new people to add to their ranks, or animals mm-hmm. to add to their ranks. <laughs> like Yes. Yeah, because they don't know about Chopper either. Well, no, Mr. Two tells them. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. yeah. At first, they didn't. Right, right. And Chopper can transform, so they don't know that he's also just a reindeer. Yeah. yeah. That works out to Sanji's genius plan to rescue all of the Straw Hats all by himself. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, they love to get themselves in these situations where there's just no hope. They're like absolutely going to die. I mean, in this case, their crocodile has them in the cage. He's thrown the key to the cage down into the gator pit. And Vivi is out of the cage, but she, like, really can't do anything to help. Mm-hmm. And one of the gators ate the key right away. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. And then, oh, at the same time, the whole place is flooding. Yes. yes. <laughs> that that's the, that's the thing. They have, like, minutes to escape. <laughs> right. The biggest stake. <laughs> it was a pretty brilliant plan, though. So Sanji, he calls sir crocodile on the like mini snail phone Mm. yes and lures him out of the building where chopper gives chase yes yeah that allows sanji to go in but (laughs) i guess what does he do does he like kick a crocodile and then mr three pops out (laughs) yeah that's one of the things mr three Three was previously (laughs) eaten by one of the alligators because he came he came back to (laughs) crocodile and crocodile said you've failed me now you're gonna be eaten yeah but he encased himself in wax and survived being eaten (laughs) very smart (laughs) so then usopp also saves the day because he says, hey, Mr. Three can just make a key out of wax Mm -hmm. to save us. Which is lucky because Sir Crocodile threw a fake key down 
into yes. the gator pit anyway. So, so if they found it, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, even though Smoker knows the growl of the one that ate it, yes. <laughs> Smoker was like, obviously it's that one. <laughs> you guys need to yes. get that one. <laughs> Smoker thought he was contributing, but But then, no. it, yeah, he tried. <laughs> but the, they still have to get out of the flooded base. But, you know, some people can't swim. Hannah, oh, yeah. what does Zoro do? Oh my gosh, Zoro saves Smoker, but it's not something that he chose to do himself. It is because Luffy, his captain, said to save Smoker. And and this does mm-hmm. kind of cause Smoker to be like, what in the world is happening here? <laughs> yeah. You guys, this crew makes no sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> He also doesn't, like, I guess he kind of overheard the conversation and understood why Vivi was traveling with them. But when they first got there, he saw Vivi traveling with them and said, why is the Princess of Alabasta with these pirates? What is going on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he lets them go. That made me so happy. I love that moment so much. I did too. It's great. So yeah, so, I mean, it's basically fight time. Yeah, yeah, just so much fighting. So many people are stabbed. So many people are impaled. <laughs> oh my god! So many people are I shot. Think one of my notes is yeah. One of my notes is how is anyone alive? <laughs> anyone? And yet, everybody. like everyone should be dead. Everybody lives. <laughs> that that's what I I told. I told Hannah that I was going to tell you this because I was acting all coy last time when you thought Mr. Three was dead. (laughs) That that this is the point in the manga where I realized nobody ever dies unless it's a backstory. And that person, you have to be like surrounded by a group of people and your body has to be in a coffin for you to be dead. Just because you are impaled does not mean you're dead. Just because a bomb explodes does not mean you're dead. Yes. That was what I realized. Yes. A bomb that yeah. was supposed to take out, like, everybody in, I forget how big a radius, but it was going to take out everybody. It was going to take out yes. the whole, both armies. It was going to take out everybody. Three mile radius. But nope, not Pell. <laughs> not Pell, who just, he just lives. He's just alive. <laughs> Spoilers, a Pell lives. I mean, Igarum is alive. Yes. Okay, Igarum does not explain how he survived that explosion. He does no. not. And he comes, he does not enter the scene when I thought he would. Like, I thought he was going to, like, save the day mm-hmm. or, I don't know, come during the battle. But no, he's, like, afterwards just conveniently shows up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And Smoker ends up leaving and sends Tashigi and the Navy uh, to go do... Literally whatever they deem fit, because he tells Tashigi, yes. it is up to you to decide where justice lies, what what you what path you want to take. It is up to you. And I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> it was. It, it's really. I I think they have a great relationship. I this this solidified their relationship for me too. Just at the end when she is just so emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. And just crying, and then Smoker being upset on her behalf at like things because of I don't know. We'll get there, but just being upset on her behalf because she's upset, and I just I love their relationship. I, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, the fights, the fights, so many fights. Luffy's gonna fight Crocodile. He's been wanting to for yes, yep, <laughs> and doesn't go well. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sir Crocodile is terrifying. Like, literally, he can turn into sand, so Luffy can't land a punch. And he can become anything he wants. He can start storms. He can, like, make quicksand Mm -hmm. appear under your feet. Like, it just seems like such an impossible battle. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what I wrote. Crocodile feels so impossible to defeat. Yes. Cause this, cause going back to East Blue, Luffy comparatively beat all of his villains pretty easily. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> there, there was a. It took time, but we knew he was going to do it. And here, you don't know if he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when he gets a hook through his chest and is thrown into quicksand. Normal people wouldn't survive that, but Luffy does. Well, also, this is okay. So. I think we've been calling her Robin, but Miss All Sunday, her real name is Nika Robin. We find this out. And mm. she saves Luffy from the quicksand. And that's when she talks about the D, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that is. So, yeah. so we're kind of wondering, oh, what's what's going on with her? Why did she do that? As we know before, she 
kind of she according to her was like oh i'm trying to help you here's the eternal post alabasta but they didn't believe right. her do we still believe her now what is going on mm-hmm. so she seems i guess we'll go more into her story later but she kind of seems true neutral yeah where mm-hmm. she's after her own interest but she's not doing anything actively evil or she's doing some things that are good like saving luffy but not too many things because she's not working against crocodile but she's not really working for him Mm -hmm. as much as he thinks she may be right but yeah so luffy is dead for a minute yeah (laughs) and then everybody else is going into alubarna the capital city and (laughs) they're gonna they're trying to stop the rebel army the rebel army is coming Yes. But all of the Baroque Works agents that are left, numbers four through one, are there to stop the Straw Hats, and they're trying to kill Vivi, Mm -hmm. because Crocodile says Vivi and Koza can't meet, because if they do, the rebellion will be stopped, and my plan will be ruined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I love how they all work together to get into the city and to get Vivi Mm -hmm. to be in front of the army. And I mean, just the supersonic duck squadron. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Eyelashes the camel. <laughs> yes, they meet a camel. <laughs> Joins them and is wearing yes. one of the cloaks. <laughs> yes. And he was part. They were all partnered up, and he was partnered up with Usopp. Yeah. Yes, Usopp always gets partnered up with the animal. <laughs> but yeah, I oh. Uh, just the image of Vivi standing out there with just Carew and then the whole rebel army just barreling down onto her is so good. And then Baroque Works has infiltrated everybody. So, yes. so rebels, royals alike. Yeah. So they, of course, mm-hmm. m- kick up the sand and make it impossible for the rebels to really clearly see what's going through. And then you have the panel of Koza riding directly next to Vivi. And Vivi's just screaming her heart out, trying to get them to stop. And they're not stopping because they can't hear her. And there was like one moment before they had that panel where Koza was farther back. and He was like, I thought I heard something. Mm-hmm. But still... Oh, just that panel of him passing right by her. It just breaks my heart because they're just trying so hard. And they all want the same thing. Everybody wants Alabasta to thrive. Everybody is Mm -hmm. acting in the best interest of the whole country. Yeah. Right. And, oh, and just Vivi's just trying so hard so that no one will die. And she just doesn't manage it. But it's not her fault. She tried so hard. Yes, she just is continually thwarted because she keeps coming up with ideas and then mm-hmm. they're just knocked down. Yeah. But Christina, what happens to Carew when all the horses are riding past Vivi? Oh my god. So Carew covers Vivi with his body and he gets trampled. Yes. Ugh, he's such a hero. He is because then... <laughs> Well, we think Usopp rides up to save Vivi and says, oh, there's still time. Come on. Mm -hmm. But he says, leave that bird. He's done. And Vivi thinks, Usopp and Karu are best friends. Mm -hmm. He would never say that. Usopp, prove that it's you. And he shows the bandage and she says, it's not him. Because... It was a double bluff. (laughs) It was a double bluff. It was a double bluff. And it was Zoro's idea. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Sanji says a double bluff very clever too clever for the likes of you (laughs) but yes you're supposed to remove your bandage and underneath is an x that symbolizes this this is the symbol that you are who you say you Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. and so it is actually Mr. Two come to kill Vivi Mm -hmm. which is pretty terrifying because it also implies that Usopp is dead but he's not dead that fight so Usopp and Chopper are paired against Mr. or sorry Miss Christmas and Mr. Four Mm -hmm. and that was like like the battles are really actually kind of horrifying yeah (laughs) like Usopp should not be alive oh not at all I just (laughs) oh my god he was hit with a four-ton bat yes it's just so unimaginable I like Usopp a little bit more after this series because I feel like I understand him more as a character. 
Yeah. And that he's, you know, like who he is and what his intentions are. I loved the climate baton that he made for Nami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he make he invents a weapon for Nami. Now he doesn't seem to realize what it can do. <laughs> no. But luckily right. Nami figures it out. But yeah, the Usopp and Chopper fight. So Usopp was against Mr. Two. He lost. Sanji came and saw that. And so they switched places basically. Originally, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted to see the combination of Sanji and Chopper. That's a fun team. That but, is a fun team. Yeah. Usopp and Chopper are such a good team together. Yes. They're so cute. Especially because mm-hmm. Chopper is so naive and believes Usopp's lies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> uh, but... Usopp is doing sort of his coward thing. He's kind of running away, then coming back and doing something mm-hmm. that's really intelligent, really strategic, but then running away again and then just getting decimated, mm-hmm. but still standing up. Yes. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. But I loved his trick where he, like, pops up behind Mr. Four and hits him with the five ton <laughs> mallet. And yes. everyone's like, you're so strong mm-hmm. and like he made it out of paper mache yes. like yes. how did the mallet not break <laughs> no it was two frying pans on the end and then oh. paper mache in the middle oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah so oh well, okay so this is this is the moment because so miss merry christmas tells them that luffy is dead yeah mm-hmm. and chopper's distressed but Usopp says no that can't be luffy's gonna be king of the pirates and then she laughs at that, and that that's the turning point when Usopp, oh my god, the panel is so good. That shows him just standing there like, no, how dare you? And, he, and Usopp says, listen, Chopper, there comes a time when a man, even if he's up against an enemy he's scared to death of, even if there's no chance of winning, there comes a time when a man's got to fight. And that's when somebody makes fun of their friend's dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. And so this, you know, Usopp's not standing up for himself as much as I want him to, but he's standing up for mm-hmm. his friends, which is even more endearing. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think everybody has so much growth during these battles. That's what, these battles are so good because everybody has like a character arc within the battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's leveling up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Usopp doesn't get in a lot of hits. Chopper's really doing the heavy lifting. He figures out all the tunnels are connected. Miss Merry Christmas is a mole. She can turn she can turn into a mole. She has a devil fruit. She made all these tunnels. Oh, and we learned something very important. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Inanimate objects can eat devil fruits. Yes, I wrote that line down because I was like, what what what? So Miss Merry Christmas and Mr. Fort have a dog that's like a gun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so this dog ate a fruit that turned him into a gun. No, it was a gun. That somehow ate a dog fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what does that uh, even look how? like? <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, that's what Chopper and Usopp said. They just said that doesn't make any sense. Yes. A gun can't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> we don't know, but the gun ate a dog fruit, and the the dog gun shoots explosive baseballs. <laughs> You know. As it does. <laughs> like they do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think that's all I have to say for that fight. What fight do you want to do next? I think Nami's fight was next. Nami and Zoro. Yeah, so Nami and Zoro were teamed up against mm-hmm. Mr. One and Miss Doublefinger. Yes. I don't remember that day on the calendar, but... <laughs> Oda explains it in the question corner. He says mm. that Doublefinger, you know, won one January 1st. What? I don't, I'm like, is this actually a thing in Japan or did you make this up? <laughs> wow. But it's supposed Ugh. to be basically New Year's Day. Yeah. So Miss Doublefinger, her power is like she ate the spike spike fruit or something. Yes. And she can turn any part of her body into like a metal spike. So again, a lot of Nami getting stabbed all over her body. I literally gasped when she was stabbed through like the head and the heart. And then it ended up being an illusion. Yes. Mm -hmm. But so during this fight, Nami's trying to figure out her new climate baton that uh, Usopp made for her. And the instructions are hilarious because they're all oriented around throwing a party. (laughs) 
I loved that. Yes, but then the she she's reading the instructions this whole battle, and she finally gets to the paragraph that says, "For battle instructions, see reverse side." Yes. <laughs> But even then, they're not very helpful instructions. No, they're not. Yes. Ugh. Somehow she wins. I don't know how. With her but... weather knowledge, she's like, I can put moisture in the air. I can make a cloud. Mm-hmm. I can then make lightning. I don't even know how she does it. But she does it because she's yeah. smarter than everyone. Yes. Yeah. Um. What is Mr. One's deal? Is he just like super strong? Uh, oh, no, he could turn his body into blade. Yes. Yes. That's okay, sorry. Zoro. Yes. Okay. Everything makes sense. And Zoro's big thing is he's always wanted to cut steel. Yes. Yeah. He can't do it. His teacher told him about how to do it, but he wasn't listening because he was a dumb kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Zoro does have a really great development in this fight because mm-hmm. Zoro's philosophy has always been just... If I get physically stronger, I will be stronger. That's always been his mm-hmm. way. And when he fights Mihawk, Mihawk even says you have a really heavy-handed approach. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if Zoro it really sunk in for Zoro then, but it does in this fight where he's remembering his teacher's words of what is it like a sword that can cut nothing can cut anything. Yeah. Or... <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. you need to have control over what your blade can cut. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. you can make it so it can cut nothing or cut so- anything, whatever you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Right. But he has that moment where all these stones are falling around him and he doesn't get hit by any of them because he can hear the stones breathing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so oh my god. That, that's the development here is he actually takes the time to just stop mm-hmm. and think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is Zoro's greatest weakness is he doesn't <laughs> stop and think. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's just like, I can hear the breathing of ever, all things. I can hear the metal in his body breathing. Mm-hmm. I can cut it. I know what to do now. Oh my god, this is very much like in The Matrix at the end of the first movie when Neo finally understands The Matrix. Okay. And he's like, flexing and like the world around him is like breathing Mm. with him and he's like oh yeah i understand yeah and then i guess after this it kind of revolves around everyone kind of rejoining whoa whoa whoa. you're skipping sanji's fight oh my god okay i didn't even write anything down about sanji's oh my (laughs) god hannah hannah why don't you tell us about sanji's fight So Sanji ends up going up against Mr. Two, Bon Clay, you know, the one that he missed out on seeing earlier. And yeah, they just have a fight and they realize that, you know, they're kind of similar. They have a moment where they say we're two peas in the pod and... (laughs) I don't know. I There's, like, a weird respect that happens during this fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. But, yeah, well, so the, the fight starts out, Hannah, with Sanji saying, you need to give back Usopp's goggles. Yes. Because you oh, yeah. took them for your disguise. But, yeah, it's, oh, it's such a great fight. And, uh, but, yeah, so Sanji does defeat him. And he offers his hand to Mr. Two and says, it was a good fight. Yes. And Mr. Two's like, oh, this is friendship between rivals. But then Sanji does kick him in the face and <laughs> takes the goggles back. But, so all of the fights, they have a little panel at the end that says, fight in this place, winner. And it says, winner, Sanji. And then it says, spoils of victory, a dubious friendship. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. But yeah, Vivi did not stop the rebel forces, but she gets to the palace and stuff goes down there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sir Crocodile shows up there along with Miss All Sunday or Negro Robin. Yes. And they like kind of hold everyone hostage. At some point, Vivi does like make it out. Oh, Koza shows up. Yes. Right? That's what yes. we need to talk about. <laughs> yes. Koza shows up to the palace. Koza shows up. The king is restrained. Yeah. And he does not understand what's going on because Sir Crocodile is the hero of Alabasta. He shows up and takes out pirates whenever pirates attack. And he just doesn't understand what's going on. And I believe it's Miss All Sunday says something along the lines of, it's, it's the worst case scenario. That's mm-hmm. what it is for you. It's yeah. your worst nightmare. 
right. is that, no, the king was not evil. He did not do anything bad. It was Sir Crocodile all along. And this rebellion is going on. The royal army and the rebel army are fighting. People are dying. But Co- I haven't talked about how much I love Koza yet. I love Koza. He's fantastic. <laughs> so great. Yeah. But he he does take a moment to, you know, be really impacted by this horrible revelation. But Vivi does get him to, you know, get together and say, okay, we can stop this. Now that you know this, we have to go and stop the armies from fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they don't because... <laughs> Crocodile's got it all covered. Koza's there with the white flag with the royal army. And they're gonna stop it. And then he gets shot. Oh my god. Yeah, (sighs) I wrote Koza shot dead. Obviously not dead. But he had like six bullets go through his chest. And he had been shot before. He's been shot so many times in this. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> also, Karu got shot after getting trampled. Yeah. We didn't talk about that, but Karu got shot after oh, getting yeah. trampled. Not just trampled, but also shot. Everyone should be dead. Yeah, because also later Zoro gets shot after his fight with Mr. Yes. One. Yes. <laughs> just for no reason. Just Zoro's been shot. Yeah, like, Sanji's so- shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Crocodile reveals his mm-hmm. evil plan. Mm-hmm. He wants the Pluton. What is the Pluton. It's bad. <laughs> it's it's a secret. One shot of it can vaporize an entire island to smithereens. So it's this ancient legendary weapon that is apparently super powerful. Basically, I mean, we heard before that Crocodile wanted it to form a utopia. And this is basically his form mm-hmm. of utopia, his world domination. Yeah, really. he wants to have the most yeah. powerful military nation. So yeah. So he needs the king to lead them to the Pawnee Glyph, which tells the location of the Pluton. The Pawnee Glyph is a big stone with writing on it that very few people could read, but Nico Robin can read it. And that's why she mm-hmm. teamed up with Crocodile. And we're going to go read the Pawnee Glyph. Yep, 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 yep. But not before Sir Cro- Crocodile throws Vivi off the top of the palace. That's true. <laughs> And this is when Luffy swoops in on the back mm-hmm. of Pell to save her. Yep, he's eaten some meat, so he's he's all good now. <laughs> yes. That's all he needed. <laughs> and now he's good. <laughs> yep, I love it. And he comes with like a big barrel of water on mm-hmm. his back, which I kind of suspected water is the only way to defeat Sir Crocodile. I was like, what can what can possibly defeat right. him? Yes. You can hit sand when wet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's, there are a couple of quotations from this, like, when when Luffy is rescuing Vivi, because, again, this whole time, Vivi has just been trying so hard to get everybody to stop and has been trying to use her voice to put an end to all of this. And when Luffy swoops in, one thing he says to her is, don't worry, I can hear your voice. And it's just, yes, oh, oh my heart. <laughs> oh. Oh, Luffy always knows the right thing to say. Yeah. He really does for someone so seemingly dimwitted. <laughs> yeah, and then to Crocodile, he says, "That's why you stole the rain. You're afraid of water." We got you mm-hmm. now, Mister Crocodile. But also, Crocodile put a bomb in the city, and we have to go find a bomb now. Yeah, we got to go quick. Yeah, <laughs> there. We only have ten minutes to stop this. Oh my gosh, the countdown. Oh, they do a lot in ten minutes. Yeah. They- does anybody have anything to say about the bomb search? I mean, you know, classic Zoro. Zoro gets lost and is outside the town, like outside you just the see city. It in the background. <laughs> it's all the way in the background, and then oh my God. okay, the the Marines, the Navy ends up helping them. Yes, because Tashigi's amazing, and they <laughs> so they keep telling Zoro to go north, go north, and so then he takes north to mean like up. And so he just goes as high up as he can. And it just happened that that worked out in his favor. So he was in the correct spot because (laughs) it ended up being like the big clock tower thing in in the center. So (laughs) and Sanji also is randomly in the clock tower, too. Yeah, he also (laughs) figured it out because he he took the time to stop and think about it as he Mm -hmm. does. (laughs) <laughs> he yeah. thought, okay, it's got to be in a central location. It's got to be... I, I, don't, I don't remember what he said, but he figured it out. He's like, it's got to be here. But then Vivi also figured it out, and she's going there too. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So they get there and they fling Vivi up to the top of the tower. Okay, that was my favorite thing. Again, I just love it when they are working together. And this was the pinnacle of that, where they are all working together. I mean, Nami gives them the boost to get going and and Vivi's on Chopper and... I mean, Usopp is kind of sacrificed <laughs> fairly quickly. Yes. He's already in a full body bandage. Already... <laughs> Nami's still mad at Usopp for the weapon yeah. instructions. Yes. And then Sanji, like, kicks off from the building so that he can then kick them up higher up the tower. Yes. And then Zoro's doing a similar thing where he's going out and he's going to use his swords to boost them up even higher. And then Chopper's going to do the final throw to get Vivi into where the bomb is. And and Vivi's ready. She's yeah. got her, her weapon out and is ready to stop everything. And it's just so good. <laughs> And oh she gosh. does, doesn't she, Hannah? Yes! Kind of. Does she? <laughs> she stops the fuse. <laughs> exactly. And of course, there's another timer on the bomb, so all that work mm-hmm. was useless. I know. This, oh my god, this story arc just keeps punching you in the gut. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all while this is happening, Sir Crocodile... The King, Nico Robin, and Luffy are like all fighting in the crypt, Mm -hmm. which is where the big giant clue to the Pluton was supposed to be. Yes. 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 But yeah, Nico reads the tablet and it's just a history of Alabasta. Yep. And Crocodile says, now it's time for you to die. You didn't live up to your end of the bargain. And she said, I knew this was going to happen. I'm ready. I've got a vial of water. I'm going to kill you first. Yes. Oh, my God. I thought that was going to be like a vial of some sort of water-based poison or something that (laughs) would just do the trick. But no, it's just a vial of water that she tosses like to herself to like crush over him. Oh, yes. What is her devil fruit power, Christina? I don't know what it is exactly, but she can like multiply any part of her body and have it attach anywhere. I'm not exactly Mm -hmm. sure how that works. But like that's how the king is like being held hostage right now. One of her arms is sticking out of his back and like holding his hands Mm -hmm. together. It's weird. <laughs> well, it's it's weird, but it's also really, really scary because she, before this, was facing off against Tashigi, and Tashigi had sent the rest of the her men off, and she was going to face off. I think some of them got crushed by Robin, too, probably. But anyway, she sends her men off to go do other things, and she's going to face off against... To stop the explosion, that's it. And then she's facing off against Robin, and, I mean, Robin ends up using her arms to first hold Tashigi's own sword to her to Tashigi's throat, and yes. then uses it to, like, break... She breaks her leg, right? Yes. Breaks her leg, well, and then, like, seemingly cracks her back. Like, I mean, Tashigi is taken down really quickly by Robin, and really really brutally by Robin. Yeah. Yeah. We did hear a little bit about how Robin's been wanted since she was eight years old by the Navy. (laughs) So it makes sense why she sees a Navy uh, Marine and is just like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 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 That does does make sense. One thing I do want to say, when Luffy made it down like to to the crypt he because <laughs> he he gets i think he kind of gets directions from tashigi no he definitely does yeah he gets he gets directions from tashigi but then he does you know kind of pass out for a bit because you know meat doesn't cure blood loss um <laughs> not yeah, completely but the nap does <laughs> but the nap did and he wakes up and he comes across the stairs down to the crypt thing and he says that hole looks crocodile-ish yes, yes. <laughs> i was like he didn't build this place it's like not even a hole it's like a tunnel down it, there are stairs it's <laughs> I, yes but still, it looks crocodile-ish, so he's going to go down yeah. there. It makes no sense, but it's the perfect thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and he's right. Yeah. But yeah, so they have they have a whole face-off. Yeah, because Nico Robin did not kill Crocodile, she got impaled as well. Yes. But don't worry, she's alive. She's alive, don't worry about <laughs> it. And the whole time, I thought, like, so at one point, the king, he, like 
makes it so it starts everything starts collapsing yes. in on themselves. And so I thought he like got crushed almost right away. And then at the end he just like pops back up and like, <laughs> oh, I guess he's alive still too. <laughs> I really and they kept doing like flashbacks to when Vivi was a kid too. And I was like, oh my God, are they like trying to build this up so that when one of these guys dies, it's gonna hurt more. Mm. But no one dies. Yeah. No one does. Cal really should have died. It would <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I don't want to complain about a happy ending, but it's kind of like, oh, so he did this big sacrifice. He took the bomb into the sky because he can fly. He has a bird fruit yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he survives somehow. Yeah. There have to be real stakes every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess I, I shouldn't complain because it's, it's a nice, happy ending. Yes. We save mm-hmm. Alabasta. Yeah. Right. Crocodile's defeated and then it immediately starts raining and the yes. armies stop fighting. Mm-hmm. All right. Though also backtracking a tiny bit where Tashigi and the Navy are helping with the fight and trying to stop people from fighting. And specifically, Tashigi is taking out the Baroque Works people who are like trying to be like they have no part of it. But some of them have like BW on their clothing. <laughs> and yeah. it's like very clear that, wait, I heart Miss Valentine on their jacket. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but still, then Tashigi just tells her men that there's there's no time to wait for proof. Trust your own judgment on who the bad guys are. And so, yeah. I love that. Oh, but do you also love the ending? I know you do. When, so all the straw hats gather up in this alley and they just collapse from exhaustion. Yes. Love that moment. And Tashigi sees them. And she says, <laughs> she says, I forbid you to lay a finger on these pirates. She protects them and her world is shattered because she doesn't know yeah. what right and wrong is anymore. It's just, yeah, she's just so shaken by everything that was that had happened. Because first off, she was facing against Robin, who was really brutal with her. But then she also has these straw hats who saved the day. And you've got Crocodile, who was government sanctioned. Like, he was one of the warlords. He's, you know, a pirate still, but the government allowed him to work. And it's just, yeah, she just really does not know what justice is anymore. Like, she knows what her thought is, but... Now she's starting to question everything else that is happening. Well, and her and Smoker win an award for capturing Croc and they just can't wrap their, mm-hmm. like, they don't, they don't feel like they deserve it. They don't deserve mm-hmm. it. But like, no one else understands or like, will believe them or anything. And that's what I was saying earlier. I I just, Smoker and Tashigi, they were honest in their reports back to the government. That's mm-hmm. what you, you learned, that they told an honest account of what happened, that it wasn't them who stopped it, that it was the straw hats that stopped it. But the government doesn't want that to be the story that is told. And the government is trying to cover it up. And, and mm-hmm. Smoker is just again this is where he's like my lieutenant is she a lieutenant my She's sergeant. A sergeant my sergeant <laughs> my sergeant she did just get a promotion my sergeant is yeah. in there bawling her eyes out and just so upset by what has happened and now you're doing this now you're trying to give us an award that we did not earn and you're trying mm-hmm. to cover this up like no i don't want that <laughs> Yeah, and raise the bounties on Luffy and Zoro. Yes, yep. Zoro has a bounty now. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Though his is a mix of, you know, when he took down the hundred bounty hunters from... <laughs> Everybody's still talking about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, now it's time to party. We saved the kingdom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> time to eat all the food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's basically, there's like a good couple chapters of just celebration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cute. They deserve it. It's very cute. It's so relaxing because this arc was stressful at the end because there's a bomb and there's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I know how it's going to end, I'm just like, oh my God, how are they going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Vivi has a choice at the end whether or not to join the Straw Hats. Yes. They say, you're more than welcome to come with us. We're leaving. If you want to come with us, be here at this time and we will take you. Mm -hmm. 
And Luffy is convinced that she is going to come with them. It's yes. so sweet. <laughs> but she doesn't. She stays. She She's like, yeah. I have to be the princess. I have to. Which is the right choice. But mm-hmm. she is with mm-hmm. us so long. This is such a long saga that maybe is a part of the crew. And then when yes. she leaves, it is kind of devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Nami is devastated, especially. Well, she didn't get that one billion berries. Oh, yeah. right. I forgot that was why she was mad. <laughs> no, she, she is. She loved Vivi. She they had such a great friendship. Vivi. They were very cute together. I just <laughs> and Vivi's, you know, making this speech on the loudspeakers, and Alabasta is surrounded by the Navy at this point. Like every port, every channel to get out of there is surrounded by the Navy. You've got Django and Full Body and Hina, Hina, yeah, yeah. Hina. and Hina, the Thruple, all together. <laughs> <laughs> They wish it was a throuple. I don't know that Hina would ever. Hina does not wish that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think Hina, Hina does Hina does that. not want that. But maybe. Maybe they'll earn her respect. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they're they're just like, it's probably Nami. But they're like, the Navy is watching Vivi. We, we can't. If we give them proof that she's our friend, they'll brand her a criminal. And so it's like they can't, they want to say so much back to her, but they can't say anything back because then it'll make it seem like she's with them. And she is with them, but also they know they're like playing that game of politics of, yeah. of we can't brand her a criminal. But she could, because she specifically asks, if, if we ever meet each other again, can I be your crewmate? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Luffy's ready to shout, yes! <laughs> but no, you can't do that. But what can you do? Ugh, what do they do, Hannah? The panel is my favorite. Because <laughs> they're all just standing there with their arms raised, with the X's on their arms. And then you've got Karu and Vivi. They also have the X's on their arms. Mm-hmm. And I just... It's a sign of their friendship. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. This whole ending was about friendship because also Mr. Two Bond Clay also saves the day because he provides the distraction yes! when when they tell him we're going to meet a friend and Mr. Two says, "This is all for a friend. I will sacrifice my lives for you." Like friendship is so important to Bond Clay. Yes, yes. And the respect that Bond Clay has for Sanji and for the crew because. I mean, they were their, like, friends. I mean. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, fully sacrificed so that they could get away. But dead? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see anyone die, Christina? I thought I saw a lot of people die. (laughs) But I guess not. Speaking of death, who was on their ship? Oh, yes! Nico Robin, not dead, on their ship. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. That's the big cliffhanger to this story arc. She says, I want to join your crew. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Do we want her to join the crew? We don't know yet. <laughs> well, I don't know, Christina. Do you want her to join the crew? I'm suspicious of her, but I'm willing to give her a chance. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of room for growth <laughs> in this series. <laughs> also, like, they, she hinted that there could be other tablets out there that might say where Pluton is, where the Pluton mm-hmm. is, which is why I was like, why does Sir Crocodile want to kill her instead of make her find these other tablets, yeah. you know? So she might still have a mission for herself if she wants to find the Pluton. If that is her goal. Everybody has a goal. If it is. So yeah. I'm sure we'll find out her goal soon enough. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's how she'll win the Straw Hats hearts. I have a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on Nico Robin, Hannah? I don't know. She was really brutal with Tashigi, but like you said, she's had a bounty on her head since she was eight. I don't know. <laughs> she hurt my girl Tashigi. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she probably didn't deserve the bounty, although she did wreck like 14 ships or something like <laughs> I think that. They said but... six. <laughs> i don't know where i got that number i don't know either that's that's quite the number (laughs) yeah i know that back in the day watching the anime my first impression of nico robin was 
she has a deep voice like me <laughs> Aww. and so i i always had a soft spot for her mm, yeah i feel so represented <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so alabasta i mean this is the arc that sets the standard for one piece this is what you're in for it's it's just great the the way the fights are set up the way the character arcs the character interactions the world building this is what one piece is gonna be for the next 900 or so chapters that we're going to cover yeah so christina was your first time through alabasta did you enjoy the arc. I did. It was a, so much happened. It was such a giant arc, but it was cool. It was nice. I liked it. <laughs> Not too many animals were wrong. <laughs> Hannah, any final thoughts on Alabasta? Um, <laughs> you want to talk more about Shigi? Maybe. No. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. I don't know. It's just all of the moving parts and again the having information given to us in the cover stories and then having that come in to play in this arc and i don't know i just like you said you can't count anybody out you just have to pay attention to everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is difficult because there are so many characters so many characters i didn't actually remember that full body showed up in this arc i just knew he was in the cover story Oh my god! And I knew you would love it because he falls in love with Django. I guess they win a dance competition together, and then yeah, they fight together, and then and then they sadly have to capture him because they're the navy and he's a pirate. But then, full body stands up for him at his trial and dances to save him. <laughs> that, that is what happened. Hannah's not making that up. <laughs> and then it does uh. work. And he is saved and he joins the Marines <laughs> so they can dance together now when they take out enemy ships. Yep. I'm so happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yes, next time on our podcast, we are entering a new story arc and we're going to do it from beginning to end all in one go. We are doing Skypia. That is chapters 218 through 302 in volumes 24 through 32. So it's a, it's a big chunk. There's going to be a lot to talk about because there's usually sort of a transitional arc after every sort of big saga. So we're going to transition a bit and then we're, we'll find all, out all about Skypea. I can't wait. <laughs> nice. Thank you for listening to this special bonus episode of Treat Your Shelf. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on all of the social medias, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And until next time, don't forget to treat your shelf. Treat your shelf.